What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a second-year agent who is already in the top 10% of real estate agents, got off to an extremely fast start. Wait till you hear how long it took her to get her first listing. She's got a big announcement as well about a new part of her business about to launch. Welcome to the show, Angela Zier. Welcome to the show today, Angela. How are you doing? I am well, Dan. Thank you. How are you? Good. I'm excited to have you on today and tell your story to real estate agents out there just how possible, you know, how how it's possible in today's market to start quickly. So, why don't you give the listeners and people watching on YouTube a little background on how you got started in real estate and how you did it so fast in particular. Okay. Yeah. So I've been in doing this for almost two years. Um, and you know, I, I was a little worried when I first started because I thought that I was, you know, I didn't want to be a sales person, you know, just wasn't sure if that's like what I was cut out to be. Um, until I started really reading sales books and I was like, yes, this is definitely my thing. But, um, I, I feel like I, I realized that real estate, being a realtor, is about creating relationships. And that is something I'm really good at. And so I feel like, you know, just I talk about my business when I'm in the line at Trader Joe's. Everybody at Trader Joe's mm. know, knows what I do. I talk about my business all the time. I want everybody to know. And I'm always handing my business cards out. And actually, that's how I got, you know, my first couple listings. And so... Yeah, just talking about what I do all the time, not being a secret agent. And I feel like, you know, people, they, they want to they wanna come and see what I'm doing. <laughs> I think that's a great point on not being a secret agent. You hear that so often. And for some reason, a lot of agents are secret agents. So what, what gave you the confidence and the ability to go out and tell people I'm Angela and I sell homes. Like how did, how did, yeah. where do you think that came from? Um, you know, I think that one thing I know, like growth happens in that, you know, when you're not in your comfort zone. And so mm. was it comfortable to knock on door? Cause that's what I did. I knocked on doors in my neighborhood and said, Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm a realtor now. And, and so that's, you know, probably my third listing that I got doing that. And it was nerve wracking. I mean, no doubt, completely nerve wracking. But I just, I feel like I, you know, again, I wanted to grow and I knew it wasn't going to happen in my comfort zone sitting at home and, you know, maybe even just posting on social media, which I did as well. I made sure to tell everybody. So I guess just that drive to grow, and um, knowing that that's, you know, what it was going to take. And I guess, I think I'm, maybe it's part of my personality. Like I'm really a, you know, do what it takes to get it done kind of person. So, yeah. I think all of those attributes are things that contribute to the success of agents that, that do well and do well fast. You hear a lot of different speakers and trainers say exactly what you said about growth and 
it, you know, all, almost all growth comes from getting out of your comfort zone. So you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, which clearly exactly. you are. Did you have a certain strategy or area or like, were you kind of picking a geographic place or just people you knew or the area you lived in? How did you go about, you know, deciding who you were going to tell that you were an agent? Right, right. Well, I read your book when I was um, taking the course, right? So the hyperfast agent. And one of the things you mentioned in the book is to find your niche. And I was mm. like, I don't even know where to start with that. So I just, I just started in my neighborhood and my friends. And so that is, that's exactly what I did. I just, I walked around the circle of my neighborhood and I knocked on doors. I actually bought some little door hangers. So when people didn't answer the door, which get used to that, most people won't answer the door. Um, so I just wanted to make sure if they weren't going to answer the door, I left something for them. And actually I take that back. So before I got the door hangers, I was just leaving my card because I was super unprepared and actually, okay. So scale it back one before. So I actually went around my neighborhood before I even had business cards. And so what I did was I ended up writing out some blank cards, just saying like, Hey, I'm not just your neighbor. I am also a realtor. And so I got that, you know, little phrase from, I don't know, somewhere online, Pinterest or something. And so I just started there. Yeah. So how long did it, how long did it, tools, but I just <laughs> went for it. How long did it take from the time you, you know, got your license and started till when you had your first deal? Um, so I actually ended up getting my license. It was sometime the end of November, but then I, you know, paid my dues and all of that stuff and became a realtor December 1st. And I actually went to, um, I went to my homeschool group and there was a new mom, but I was also telling the moms in my homeschool group, Hey guys, I, you know, I got my business cards. Of course they knew before I got my business cards that I was a realtor because I told them immediately. Um, when I knew my license was coming in. And so I started handing out my business cards and one of the moms said, Hey, we actually need a realtor. So that was, so then I had my listing appointment and that's something else I learned pretty quickly is that, you know, everybody that I've ever talked to that is like, Hey, I, you know, I need your services and you think they're just going to get back to you. Right. You have to get in front of your clients. Like, mm. so that's one thing immediately I said to her, and of course, you know, I had a little bit of, you know, I've read a lot of sales books before I became a realtor. So I've learned some stuff. Um, but so December 1st became a realtor and then I had my, and that's when I gave out my business card. And then I had my first listing appointment, December 2nd, because I was like, when can I come oh, to wow. your house tomorrow? <laughs> yes. Come to my house tomorrow. So yeah, so I went to her house the very next day. So, wow. So that that's probably one of the quickest I've ever heard of of between time to license and time to first listing. So uh, yeah, that was my listing. That's amazing, right? And just just shows uh, how how quickly things can happen if you mm -hmm. are getting out of your comfort zone, right? How. Um, so wrapping up your second year now, or you're, you're about mm -hmm. to wrap it up. What, uh, what do you project your sales volume will be, uh, for year two, for 2022? So year two, uh, my goal is 7 million. Um, I am a little more than halfway. 
So I've got a lot of work to do, <laughs> but I don't doubt it. Um, I, you know, I'm pretty driven, so I have to constantly look at those. I have a little notebook that I write everything in and my goals are right at the front of it. So I have to pass that every day that I'm, you know, writing stuff down. I have to remind myself. So. Well, that's almost twice the average, I think, of, of all of the realtors, um, you know, combined like National Association of Realtors averages. So you're, you know, already in year two kind of doing double uh, the average. So the, the strategy of, of, you know, friends, family, door knocking a certain neighborhood um, definitely is working for you. And you're, you're doing it in a year that's tough, actually. I was reading a, a statistic from the National Association of Realtors earlier today, actually. It said in the first six months of 2022, uh, less than, I think it was less than 8% of all agents did four deals. Really? So, wow. yeah, shocking, right? So this is, this is not a not an easy environment and you, you kind of started off in a different environment where everything was crazy. People were writing contracts left and right, low inventory, bidding wars, mm -hmm. um, all of that. And then, then it kind of, all of a sudden that stopped with the higher interest rates and it's right. So you've, you've kind of seen two different markets in a very, very right. short amount of time, but still pressing ahead and, you know, definitely in like the top 10% of, of what all agents are doing. Hold that thought for a second. Did you know I've been involved in developing and building hundreds of homes? And did you know that we take partner investors in our deals? If you want to learn about new opportunities that we have for real estate investors, go to my Instagram account. It's the Dan Lesniak and send me a direct message. Again, if you wanna learn about my next opportunities for real estate investor partners, go to my Instagram at ddanlesniak and send me a direct message. Hmm. That's really interesting. So, so yeah, the beginning of this year was definitely like, you know, my best few months. So, <laughs> but I will say, um, Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no continue please. I was gonna say what I did uh, end up I think what really set me up for those great months at the beginning of this year was that I learned to lead generate last year. And I mm. started around November, October, November. And I just, so I actually did a um, 60 day, 61 day challenge, actually Scott Groves um, lead generate challenge. And so I followed that to the 61 days. And then I just had, it was, it was very, challenging because it was like all of those, Hey, we're about to do something kind of did something all at the same time. So I went from, you know, closing. So in 2020 or I'm sorry, 2021 closing like one ish, you know, one ish deal a month to like six in February. And so, and being a homeschool mom, you know, like I was like, I don't know, I can handle this, but it really, that lead generating is what got me, you know, those huge months in uh, February, March, April. So what were you? What, uh, and we, we actually had Scott on the show a few weeks ago. I think his, his episode came out or maybe a yeah, month or two ago. So, oh, but what, what methods were you using and what was successful to generate leads? 
One thing that I found out is that lead generating the same time every day doesn't work. <laughs> Mm. And so I was just kind of looking at my calendar for the day and then saying, okay, where do I have an hour? And so I was kind of playing around with it. Like, you know, let's try from this time to this time. There were times when, cause I, what I would always do is set, set basically an hour on my phone and it would count down. And so if I'm on the phone for, you know, making three calls and I, it was 40 minutes, then I have 20 minutes left. I can't do it now, but I'll do it later. And so I made sure to do that one hour a day, even if it wasn't all one at, you know, all at the same time. But I found that sometimes it worked better to call people after dinner. Sometimes it worked better to call people, you know, at 10 o'clock in the morning, which is my ideal time. Um, it just really depended on the day. And I wish I could say like this time is the best time or that time is the best time, but I, I feel like just getting people at all times of the day has been beneficial and calling that person. And I, I take a lot of notes when I, like if I actually get a hold of that person and, you know, um, the one thing I have to say too, is that to be persistent because I've had leads that, I mean, I literally had to call that lead 19 times in order for them to actually pick up the phone. And so my method for a little bit was they're either going to pick up the phone and tell me to stop calling them or they're going to tell me what, how I can help them, you know? And so I've never had anybody pick up the phone and tell me to stop calling, but I've had people pick up the phone and apologize because they got all my messages and they weren't able to call me back. So I, I was, that actually shocked me, <laughs> really shocked me. I was not expecting that. I, I think that's an interesting strategy because a lot of people will tell you like time block, do your lead gen. And, and for most people, I think they think when they hear time block and do your lead gen, like, you know, it's always from 10 to 11. Right. But then there could be people that always are in a meeting then, or, you know, right. doing something at school, you know, with their kids or who knows what, right. Everyone's got different schedules. So that's, that's an interesting thing to point out. And, and, um, you know, you, you could time block it, I guess, like, like on, you know, certain days you do it on this time, certain the other, or Absolutely. it seems like you with the, you know, homeschooling your kids, which is amazing. And we actually do that too. But, um, you know, you never know when you might have a minute or an hour, right? Free. Right. And, but you know, I've got goals to hit, right? I, you're writing this down every day, seeing that. So, you know, sometime during the day when you get some free time, you're calling leads. Yes. What's been the biggest challenge for you in your, your first two years in the business or almost first two years? Um, let's see my biggest challenge. Gosh, it's, it's been different every time. So in the beginning I had some really big challenges. My first two listings actually fell through. Um, and actually almost like, I almost gave up real estate. <laughs> it was just mm. really, it was really insane. Um, but I even called my lender. Um, I don't know if it's okay. I throw a name out there, but Avante from Avante candidate from OBM. So I actually called him and, you know, I told him, I was like, Avante, I don't even know if this, like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. This is really rough. I just lost my second listing in a row. I've worked you know, 40 hours a week, just doing so much stuff. And I don't get paid until I close. Right. And so it's, 
you know, going on months of no, you know, no closings, like it's, it's just getting crazy. And he said, if our job was easy, if, you know, mortgages and real estate was easy, everyone would be doing it. It's not easy. So what is your next best thing? What do you need to do next to get the ball rolling? Mm. What is, you know, who is the next client you need to call? And so I was like, all right. And then, you know, immediately I called a couple referrals that I had and I ended up getting them under contract pretty quickly. So I think in the beginning, I would say it was the, you know, the deals falling through, um, things not working out as planned. And then, you know, definitely my second year, I'm like, oh my gosh, it almost like, it's almost the opposite. Like it almost never goes as planned. And if Mm -hmm. it does, kudos, like, I don't think I've had one transaction where, you know, it's like, whoa, that was easy. Not, not one. So, um, so yeah, just really that, that was probably the challenge the first year, the second year. I also had a, <laughs> I also found, uh, cause I've, I've done a lot. Most of my deals are with buyers. I've had a bunch of listings as well, but mostly with buyers. So my biggest stressor were, um, listing agents. <laughs> Goodness, they're rotten. Um, yeah, well, they, they, they held they held a lot of power the last few years, but that's I think that's shifted. Sure and, 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 and the ones that were list, too right? rotten are, are yeah. <laughs> but um, but then you know I also realized that it's it's really challenging when you have a listing, you've got thirty offers, and you've got to get back to twenty nine of them to tell them that we didn't accept your offer. You know, so I mean, I get it, I get it. So. Um, it, it was just a challenging market for everyone, but so fun. It was so fun to, you know, ride that wave when it was here. And that's actually what I, so it's the only market that I've known. Of course, I didn't know before, um, you know, 2021 basically. And so it was really interesting to see that market shift because that's kind of like the first market shift that I've, I've experienced. And dealing with a lot of buyers and having a lot of buyers sitting by the market just waiting for their thing to come up right now um, has been really beneficial for me and my buyers this market kind of slowing a bit it's a little easier for us to get what we want um so yeah i hope that was what do you what do you um no that was that was great what what do you think is ahead in the market the next six months 12 months and what are you doing to prepare for that well i believe that things are just gonna kind of stabilize a little bit um it'll be a little bit more of a an even playing field and even then i'm just kind of waiting to see um i feel like with my business you know, I want to make sure that um, that I am set up for whatever kind of market. So I never want to, you know, be stuck in one way of doing things. So just sort of fluid in how things go so that when, you know, when the market does shift, we're not like, oh, no, this is the way things go. And, and I'm kind of seeing that now, even, you know, some listing agents are doing the same thing that they were doing, you know, six months ago with listings coming out on the market mm. and they're just sitting for, you know, 30 days or whatever. And I'm like, and they're, you know, and things aren't changing and I'm like, it's not the same market. So 
just being fluid in in that that's how I plan to do it um, and then again I feel like I, I kind of am listening to what everybody's saying about the market and what they think is going to happen but I, I feel like you know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, you know, mar you know, mostly not realtors or mortgage brokers say that the market's going to crash. Right. And I, I definitely don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that it's the same market that, you know, we're not really seeing the same thing that we were seeing in 2000. What was it? 2006. You know, those were mortgages that people couldn't afford. Um, and so then having to foreclose and then having a bunch of inventory on the market, whereas we're not, you know, we're, I think we're still low on inventory. And so that is a totally different market, right? So we've got, you know, low inventory, the demand has gone down a little bit because of the raise of or the rise of interest rates. But I do, you know, uh, my lender said that rates should come down. So with that being the case, maybe we'll have a little more, you know, demand going on, but yeah, it's hard to tell. Hold that thought for a second. Are you a new real estate agent looking to jumpstart your career? Or perhaps you are an experienced agent looking to build and scale and get to the next level. If you are, I've got great news for you. After building and scaling multiple real estate businesses, I am now taking my real estate team to all 50 states. In fact, it's going to be international. I'm going to offer cutting edge technology, training in lead generation, team building, investing, and additional opportunities to build revenue streams. If you are interested and want to learn more about this opportunity, send me a text message directly to my cell phone. 703-638-4393. Again, text me at 703-638-4393. Well, it seems like no matter what, um, you will be ready for it. You've uh, yes. also made a, or are about to make a, uh, a big change as well. Do you want to share that with, uh, with the Hyperfast Nation as well? Yeah, sure. So I am actually moving to EXP and I'm super excited about it. Um, yeah, so just really looking forward to having my business grow and, um, you know, just I want to be with a company that's agent focused and um, that's, I think that's going to, that's going to be a, a change, a different, you know, I guess a little fire under my bottom to <laughs> really, you know, launch and brand myself because that's not um, currently what I have. So, well, that's yeah, that's one of the amazing things about EXPs. They really, you know, they're they're not just agent focused; they're agent owned. It's like seventy percent of the mm -hmm. companies owned by the agents and founders, and and they really do put the uh, the emphasis on the agent or the team, mm -hmm. you know, developing the branding, the marketing. Um, and, and really building your own business. And they, they like to think of themselves as the operating platform for people that want to come on and build an amazing business. So if, if people out there are interested, want to learn more why you joined or, um, you know, or, or the benefits they would get from joining with mm -hmm. you, how, 
how, what's the best way for them to get, to get in touch with you? Um, so message, email, call, you know, text, whatever. Um, I'm excited about building this group, this, this, um, you know, this, I guess, you know, group. So I feel like, you know, my group is going to have like amazing coaches and I'm super excited about that. You and Tim and yeah, I, I think if, um, if you're looking to do amazing things in your business, you're looking to grow and be a top agent, then you need to learn from top agents and you need to grow, you know, with that mindset. So I, I feel like you know what? I need to align myself with that. And where, yeah, if people want to like message you on social media or connect, how, how do they do that? What's, so what's like the I'm handle actually, or name to look up? <laughs> yep. Um, so I am the, let me actually just pull it up so I don't make any mistakes here. Um, well, first of all, my cell phone, should I give my cell phone number? <laughs> That's fine. Sure. Yeah. They can, they can text you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my cell phone is 757-561-7641. You can text me, give me a call. Um, and then my handle on Instagram is Williamsburg Realtor. So that's like Williamsburg, Virginia Realtor. And then my email is azir, A-Z as in zebra, E-R-E, realtor at gmail.com. So you can email me anytime, text, call, send me a message on Instagram. All right. Well, Angela, we always like to end with a hyper fast round. If you're ready for a couple rapid fire, quick uh, Q and a session here to wrap up. (laughs) All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Ooh. um, Just uh, find your next best thing to do. What's your mm. next best thing? You know, you don't have a, a client. What's the next best thing to do? You know, give, make some phone calls, go knock on some doors, talk to people, tell people what you do. What, uh, what's something you're doing now in your business that you were not doing a year ago? A year ago, lead generating. What's something that, uh, what's something that you wish every agent did, but a lot of them don't do. Answer your phone. (laughs) Return calls, you know, return texts. All right. Last one. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Um, I will definitely have a team, a um, top producing team and potentially you know, getting into coaching, teaching people All how right, to do well, the same thing. Uh, we definitely wish you success on that journey. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch it myself personally. And uh, thank you for being on the show. And to all of our listeners and viewers out there, thank you for tuning in. Please share this episode with other people that you think would learn from it and get inspiration from Angela's uh, 
quick success story and, and getting out of her comfort zone and you know approaching seven million in year two. Uh, all that was amazing. So please share this with other people that would benefit from listening and watching and we will see you next time. Real estate agents, I have built out a group in all 50 states in many different countries as well and I'm looking for people that want to partner with me and get the benefit of not one but two nationally recognized coaching programs to help grow your business. If you are ready to join me at EXP or want to learn more information about it, I would be honored if you would send me a text message at 703-638-4393. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.